0: in the morning my friends how are you today welcome to st mark of bibigies podcast the only podcast that offers free refills fall is upon us and by fall i mean it's snowing while i'm recording this but while many are looking to slow down for the winter we're just getting revved up here There are quite a few interesting events happening at St. Mark's. The church will be serving a Thanksgiving dinner around noon after our 10.30 a.m. service on November 20th with all the usual awesome stuff that you would expect. Come worship with us and then stuff yourself until you have to loosen your belt. Come as you are. The ladies of the church are going to do a painting night on December 2nd. They'll be doing some wood painting and having a good time socializing. If you're interested, they only ask that you let them know by the 20th so that they can be sure to have all the materials on hand that are needed for the event. Bob Ross always brings his Thalo blue. You should, too. There are many more events to see at stmarksbemidgie.org. Take a look at it when you have a moment, won't you? If you like this podcast, you can subscribe to it on your phone or computer and listen to us four times every week. If you're an avid YouTube video podcast person, you can also click on the little bell and be notified the moment a new podcast is published you can share it with a friend. If you look in the podcast description on the app that you're using right now, in every episode, there's a share link for you to email or text to a friend. I've tried to make the link to it super obvious. Let me know if it isn't at john.kirk at This week, we ponder All Saints Day and what that means. And then we move on to a two-day study of the implications of the Sermon on the Mount. I hope you'll listen to all of them. Pour a cup of coffee, and another one for your hunting buddy. And let's listen to
1: today's devotion. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Matthew chapter 5 reads, When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven." this is my text. In the name of Jesus, Amen. It is a common view that the Beatitudes, just read from Matthew 5, are speaking primarily about our Christian lives. They are the ways the followers of Jesus should act, if they expect to be saved eternally. These are the instructions about the behavior of the Christian which he must do to inherit eternal life. Instructions? behavior, well, that would make the Beatitudes law. Law. You will be judged by God by it. What you are supposed to do and not to do and how you are to be. Namely, holy and righteous before God twenty-four-seven, three sixty-five, 365, always, all the time, in person and in thought, word, and act. Got it? The law. Now, if blessedness is regarded the Christian via his keeping these instructions and living like this, would that suggest that the Christian can live like this? And would that mean then that the Christian would have a rightful claim before God to receive such blessedness at a minimum as a reward or recognition for being and doing what the Beatitudes say, and that he would thereby deserve or merit God's approval? Hmm, really? Well, if that was so, why then did Jesus have to suffer and die on the cross if all people had to do was to live up to the Beatitudes? Problem is, in all Scripture, blessedness doesn't ever refer to a humanly earned reward. And consistently, as in this text, there is absolutely no suggestion of cause and effect. There never has been and still isn't any one righteous. No, not one. So to turn these powerful and comforting words of the Savior into the law robs the scriptures of their meaning, robs repentant souls of their faith and the promises of Jesus, and strips Jesus of his cross and redeeming love to leave it all into the hands of sinners to follow instructions and obey. And no sinner can. It is Jesus who is the Beatitudes for us. Jesus fulfills them for us. Jesus went to the cross to suffer and die to reconcile the world to God and the forgiveness of their sins. Jesus rose on the third day so that we might be justified before God through faith in Him. Jesus accounts His righteousness to us. It is called faith. The Christian fulfills all the beatitudes not on his own to merit righteousness, but through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who earned righteousness for him and who counts his faith as righteousness. He that believes and is baptized shall be saved. In the name of Jesus, amen.
0: That's all there is for today, but we are so happy you took a few moments out of your busy day to listen to God's word with us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast to hear more devotions like this, Monday through Friday, and to hear our Sunday sermons as well. We also cordially invite you to join us for church every week at 8 a.m. and 1030 a.m. on Sunday mornings. If you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website at www.stmarksbemidgie.org.